0: Just a kind of a side note before we begin. Really, if you noticed in the introit, the the words at the beginning were Quasimodo. If that sounds familiar from *The Hunchback of Notre Dame*, that's because this is the Sunday in the liturgical year he was discovered, and was named after the introit of this Mass. That's why he's called Quasimodo. Just. A little brief side notes. I found that interesting when I learned that. So our Lord is risen. And he appears to the apostles that are hiding out of fear of the Jews. And if you notice, in both his appearances, the first words out of his mouth, Pax vobiscum peace be with you. And he says that three different times. Three. Times. Peace be with you. Why would that be recorded if you said the same thing three times? Because three mean is a symbol. Three means eternal. He is wishing his apostles not just a peace here and now, but a peace that is eternal. Again, things there's a lot of meaning in numbers in the scripture. There's a lot of threes, a lot of sevens, a lot of twelves, a lot of forties. But three is eternal. So whenever you see something in a three, it's talking about something in an eternal sense. It's usually followed by a seven for perfection. Uh, That's why, like for the number of the devil, 666 is eternally short of perfection, eternally imperfect. But our Lord wishes these men... A perfect eternal peace, and how does that come? It comes through the gift of the Holy Ghost, and it comes through the forgiveness of sins. Without those things, there can be no peace. It's one of the reasons our world is in such chaos internally, is because of the lack of sorrow for sin people who are not only promoting sin, they're rejoicing in it. They're publicly celebrating sin. How can God bless a society with His peace when they have rejected Him? When we reject Him, we reject the Father. When we reject that, we reject the whole of the Trinity. When we don't want the Lord, our, our Savior's a gentleman. He's not going to force himself on us. He's like, You don't want me? Very well. You're on your own. Good luck. But I'll be here when you're ready to repent. But the thing is, nature pours a vacuum as to spiritual life. When we remove the sense of horror for sin, when we remove the need for repentance, we open wide the vacuum, and something comes in to fill it. And it's not of God. It's why evil is exploding in our, in our country and our world. Just look at the last year. The last year where cities have been burning. The last year where riots have been happening nightly in places. Vandalism, burning, camps. Well, God isn't welcome. They close. they shut down all the churches. But The abortion clinics are open. The eugenic places are open. These places that do other abominations are open. God is not honored, but Satan is. Therefore, there is no peace. Therefore, there will be no peace and will only get worse until that day where we turn back to the Lord with our whole heart, mind, soul, and strength, imploring His mercy. Imploring his goodness. Because he wants to pour out his love. He wants to forgive our sins. But we have to go to him with a humble, contrite heart. And believe. Our Lord tells Thomas, do not be lacking in faith, but believe. Why? Because belief isn't just an intellectual exercise. In the ancient world, they were much more sane than we are today. To believe something meant that you had to act in accord with it. To believe something and not do act in accord with it is to be schizophrenic. So when he's saying believe, he's saying do these things. Trust me. Follow me. Turn away from the darkness of sin. Reject those things that had me crucified. But he also then kept the wounds. The wounds are still there in his hands, his feet, his side. Why? As a visible reminder of the pains he undertook for our sake. The suffering he endured for love of us. And he welcomes us back with open arms whenever we go to him, truly with a humble, contrite heart. When we truly repent before him, when we go to confession, although we do not see it, do not necessarily feel it. When the priest says those words of absolution, what happens is our Lord himself is standing next to you and he lays his nail-scarred hands upon your head as the word says ego te absolvo de peccatis tuis tuis gives the absolution it is our lord himself who is there to remove those sins and it is this that our lord offers us because the peace we experience when we live in union with him now is a mere shadow Compared to the eternal peace that those who die in a state of grace will experience with him forever. But heaven begins here. Hell also begins here. Where there is peace, where there is true peace, there is the Lord. Where there is lack of peace. There's the evil. Our Lord wants us to experience His peace. The peace that transcends all understanding. The peace that He alone can give. He wants us to have that. But it's up to us to accept that gift. To do our part to be, oh, well, it can never be worthy of the gift. But our part to be ready to receive that gift. For in his goodness he offers it. Are we ready to receive it? If he were to walk in the door right now and stand before us, wishing us his peace as he did to the apostles in that upper room, what look would he give us as he offers us that peace? Would it be a look of sorrow? that we're separated from him or would it be a look of joy that we are his for remember we don't know the hour the day that we will be called to him to meet him as our judge and we can encounter him as judge in two ways as the just judge or the merciful savior that depends on us And only those that die united with him that will be with him forever. The goodness of God is beyond description. No eye has seen, no ear has heard, nor can it even enter into the hearts of men what God has ready for those who love him. But it is up to you and I to sincerely repent. To go before our Lord and ask for His mercy, His forgiveness. To turn away from sin. And if we simply do that, that peace will be given to us. No, we might not be able to bring peace to the craziness that's going on in our world and our cities, but at least we can start in our own households in our own family. Because if that peace radiates from each of us, it does have an effect. Just remember, the salvation that our Lord offers is the same today as it was 2,000 years ago. The words He spoke to the apostles Two thousand years ago ring through to you and I. May the peace of the Lord reign within each of us. May it reign in our hearts, in our lives, in our homes, in our families. And may we be that living presence of Christ driving out the darkness and encouraging those who seek the good things of the Lord. Encouraging them to repent turn away from sin that the peace of Christ that transcends our understanding may truly reign within them as well for Christ is king of all and if we would have him as king we must be his subjects and subject to him this is his peace the peace of his kingdom but is only available Only offered to those with humble, contrite hearts. Only offered to those who reject sin and darkness. Only offered to those who want to be his subjects. Embrace the gift. Embrace his peace. And turn away from all that is not of his kingdom.